0: Greetings, and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shurman Dafyomi. Daf Yomim. My name is Yitzchak Et Shalom, and we are now in the middle of Daf Yod Bet of Psachim, continuing, and this will be the final podcast of the first parak, continuing with our analysis of the different issues of Tum'ah and as relates specifically to the Gzerah in Yerushalayim. G'rufo, so Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Yosef, we're going to go back and revisit these two statements of Chachmei or Chisrael of the second generation or third generation, and they're not in conflict, uh, but one provided the information that there was no gzerah on spittle that was unsure whether it was clear, unclear if it came from a Metzor or not. If found clean, you didn't know if it was Tamei or Tahor, we regard it as Tahor. Now, we have a Mishnah for each. Anytime a spittle is found in shalim it's considered Tahor, except in the upper marketplace. So, what, what are they adding? Even though we know there was somebody who was a Zav who was walking there, still regarded as Tahor. So that's the value added in the statement of the Amorat. Kelim Tanina. Also, we have a Mishnah for Kelim. Did not. Called It's a little bit tricky, and recent excavations have clarified what it means, but there were two sets of stairs, really. One st- set that clearly went into the mikvah, and one side that clearly went out. So if you found a, Kel- a Kli, it was on its way down to the mikvah, Tme'in, implying HaDa'alm Tahorin. That means that regular kelim that you find in Yerushalayim are called tahorin, only if they're on the steps on the way down to the mikveh. So it means somebody was on their way carrying it down, then got interrupted, and it never made it in. But the second part of the Mishnah defeats that, because it says, if you find them on the way out, meaning on the stairs up, then they're tahor. That means somebody had already taken them the mikveh and then got interrupted. Hada daam which means that a regular tikli is tahorin. The ratio dafka dafka. That means the ratio should be read very clearly and very carefully, <coughs> and shall we say deliberately, so that uh, it is um, only a kli that's on its way down is tamei, but a stam kli is tahor. V'seifalav dafka. All right. V'lafuke gaziata. The seifa was mentioned only to exclude if it's found on the side. So it's only if it's found on the way uh, on the way up. Then it's Tahor. If it's found on the side of the mikvah, then it may be Tame, but regular Kelim or Tahor. Ula Rab the Machat Basar. Remember that Rav said that that up about finding a needle in the in the uh in the flesh, that the Sakin is Tahor and but the Basar is Tame, he said that it's talking about a Machat mate, Vikram Masar, it, you knew that it was a Machat mate, and you recognized it. So therefore, there was no safek here, since we have the famous drashan, mahalal, cherub, saying that metal that has contact with the mate is like the mate itself. Adam It should be matameh, the person who touches it also, which we said it's not. That teaches you that the azara was considered a rishut HaRabim. So there's a safek whether or not you had contact with it. We regard it as tahor. That means that if it were in a secluded area, it would be tameh. But let's think about this: the the halacha. Of Suffik Tumor abim and safik Tum of Reshut is learned from Sota. And one of the other rules that goes along with that is that a sota, Yeshba Daadli Sha'el, she's somebody you could ask, she might not be honest with you, but she's somebody who could ask about whether she was Mitame. A needle can't be asked, so therefore behold Regard a safik about something that cannot be asked, even in Rashuthahid, is tahor So why you why is Ravashi concluding that the Azarah is called Rashuta abim The answer is because it was put there by a person. If there's something that was put there by a person, then that makes it as if it's something that could be asked. Even though you can't ask the needle, you can find the person who put it there and ask them. And therefore, even if it's in the most, uh, in the most. even if it's sitting on the ground, we call it and therefore only Rashutabin would it be tahor if a safek. <coughs> at the end of that Braita we also said Avasar Tame. The flesh is tameh. how did the flesh become muksharlatuma? Remember all foodstuffs have to have liquids come on them to make the muksharlatuma. So the needle that was in there, how did it make a tameh? If you think it's the blood that's in there, we know that dam kodshim is not machshir, even though dam is. We saw this a little earlier. That what do we say about regular blood? You spill it like water, meaning dam Kamaim When is dam called dam in the default kind of case? Um, when it's spilled out like water, not blood that's kept and and put on the and put on these sod. A kash of mashkubet mitpachayah. It must have been through the liquids that was in the that were in the slaughterhouse. <speaking> in <Hebrew> the Mishnah idiot that we've been riffing with for quite a while. The liquids of the Beit mitpachayim are dachen, are tahor. It's said lo dachen, not even tahor. El shen machshir, they're not even machshir. They're nothing. It must be that because we this is kodesh and we regard it with as a as a precious thing, that makes it much sharp. So, aimer de behind the the That only works to be to passel itself. Meaning, we say chibat hakodesh gives significance to something that's otherwise not significant to give it a shear for, let's say tumat ochli. Lemina be but do we also use it as a something in a string of tumah? So, Tisha by Rosh Lokish, that should solve Rosh Lokish's question. He has, Tsarid Shalmanachot. if you have a string of menachot, Monim Barishon Mesheni Yolo, do you say, if one became Tome, the next one's Sheni, etc. So, it should be that the answer is yes, the Chibat HaKodesh sets that up. Gon Shaita Parash Shal Zivchei Shlamim, V'Rabba Nahar V'Shchata. He has a different solution. You know how this animal became wet? Because remember we said that the liquids of the Beit Midrash are not Machsheer. That's fine, but let's say it was a Parah, and you, on the way to Shulam, you walked it through a river, and then you shechted it. Vadaiy Mashketo of The liquid from the river is still there. That liquid is certainly Machsheer. Named um, that, uh, and therefore you have a, a a liquid, but it had to come from the outside. Named Seibah Feresh. Let's say that the the needle was found in the dung. Hakol Tahor. The whole thing is Tahor. So why doesn't the dung then transfer the tuma to the basar? It's very thick parish. It's not in contact. It's disgusting uh, liquid, obviously. It's dung. And therefore, it does not transfer anything. It doesn't really have a status of its own tuma. Okay, tani tana of sheshit. So tana taught, sherets mashkin. A sherets, a dead sherets metameh liquid that touched it. Mashkin metamehata kli, then there metamehakli. Ukli metamehata ochlin, that's metameh ochlin. For ochlin metamehata mashkin, and that could then be metameh liquids. Vilamanu shalosh you see a sherets could go three steps further. Hani arbayin, wait, there's four there. So, goes mashkin deresha. Take out the first mashkin, because, first of all, it's too many, but second of all, the sheritz is not metam mashkin, the sheritz metam the Ador, but goes mashkin to for He said, no, take out the last mashkin. So, lo ashka chantame, the mashkin matame kli. The answer is because you don't have mashkin being matame a el or Rabbi Yehuda, he's the only one, and remember, he changed his mind, and he backed off that mashkin are only matame ochel or maybe nothing at all. The simanecha nazyata, the siman is the... Um, these, uh, a reference to <coughs> um, the people who make uh, barley, a uh, mead uh, so first they put the kli then they put the food in and they put the liquid in so in the same way, the sheretz is metame first the kli that's matame the ochre, that's metame the mashkin but we did cut out the first mashkin in that order Tanatan, we have a mishnah, sheretz in the tanur. tanur tanur is typically cheres, and it's found in the ear of the cheres. Hapachabatochoshniya. Pot that's in the in the tanur is now a shneah. In other words, the sherets made the Tanur Rishon, and the Rishon the Tanur made the bread a shani. He said, Venexil hai tanur commandamali tumadami, why don't we imagine that the tanur is filled with tumor? Which means the pot is directly touching the tumor, but tell you a pot rishon and the pot now becomes a rishon. Hamalosakodaitok, don't think so. The Tanya Kol you call a kill I might think that all Kalim become Tame from the airspace of a klicheres. Talmud Lomah, therefore it says, kol ha yitma, samech le-mikol ha The next pasuk says, all foods. Meaning, ocha, metame be-kli-cheres, fe'in ha-kol ha-kev, cheres The only thing that gets Tumah in the airspace of a klicheres is food. Okay, Rav Chista, we don't say, keman demali. Rav Chista, Rav E-pishal, umashani. From here to the end of the parak, we're going to see uh, three uh, uh, early amoraim. Each f- demonstrating that there are internal contradictions um, typically within Rabbi Yeshua uh about uh about um, um, about the the issue of Tumah and Tahara. So we'll start. he found an in contradiction within the laws of korban and Pesach me uh sorry Pesach. Since when did Rabbi Yeshua say that when you have Tluya and Tohora and Tluya and tmeya, you burn them together, which is we started this whole thing, Rabbi Yossi answered to Reb Meir, it's not complex, because after all, the Rebchanim Veskan testified about Vlad and Av, they're both The example that was given by Rabbi Kiva, Zepasul If you have Truma that became tome from Vlad, or one that became from Av, yeah, we'll agree that you could burn them together. But he said, how could you even burn Tuluya with Tmeya? It could be that the Tuluya really is Tahor. It's another way of saying that. Um what did he answer? This is how I'm answered. Said that Rabbi Shua said you can burn them together, and Rebbe Yossi said, said you can't. We get rid of everything before Shabbat. Trumot We had this earlier. Torah You burn the Torah separately and the Truma separately. And of course, separately. He says that Rabbi Elazar and agreed that you burn the Torah and Tzomayot separately, al Tzliya ve'al Torah she'sorfin, and that they agreed that Tzliya and Torah have to be burned together. Amanah, sorry, burned al manech l'kula Tzliya ve'al Tzomayot. Question is whether you can burn Tzliya and Tzomayot. Those Burn them separately. Yeshua and Mereshte and Kachat burn together. So Rabbi Shimon allows for that, and the Braytes Rabbi Yossi who says that Rabbi Yeshua did not allow for that. Ah, but we said that our Mishnah is Rabbi because he's the one who speaks up. The answer is Achakam Rabbi the Mayor. What he said, her Mayor is Shimon, meaning even those who disagree with me about what Rabbi Yehuda said Rabbi to make Even he who has the more liberal position in what Rabbi Yeshua said, only extended it to Tluya and Tmeah, not to Tnolrat Okay, that was one. Now, he had a challenge between Truma and Pesach. Since when Rabbi Shua say that you could burn Truma and Tluya together? You have a barrel of Truma, as we saw earlier, that became a Tmei. So Lazarus said that basically you should try to hide it and keep it from getting more tame, as it were, cover it up or put it in hiding place. If it was in a hidden place, put it out public. If it was uh, covered, uncover it so that it will automatically become more tame, and then you'll be able to burn it as a Vaday Tame. So, grama a dime lo, but that means that Yeshua only says you're allowed to expose it and allow it to become tamei, not to make it me with your hands. So, how can you burn them together? Well, Mishani, he gave the same answer. Har says he, you may burn them together. So, you'll see, it says, v'shuah never said that and that you can't. Now, Rebbe Lazzar, Rami, Truma, Truma. So, let's see the, the development. Of Chistur, it's Pesach HaPesach. Rebbe Yosem HaChadidah, mixed them together, Truma against Pesach. And Rebbe Lazzar now put Truma against Truma. Mir HaReshua, Gramein, B'Adaim, Lo, since when did Yeshua say you could only... Um, you could only burn. The, you could only create more tuma by allowing it to become tumah, but not with your hands. We saw this also earlier in our attempt to find which statement of Rabbi Yeshua is being referenced. If you have on the upper gut a barrel of wine that's Trumatara and it broke and it's seeping out. And below it is wine that's chulin and it's tamay. Rabbi and Yeshua said that if there's some way that you could save even a revit of it, but tahara, like take a, your your tahor and you have some sort of a container that's tahor and you could save it, Vim lob But what if not? What do you do? Rabbi Lezer, marry teirev Let it go down and it's going to mess up all the chulin. It's all going to become now Midumah. But don't use your hands to be the truma. Rishua, marry teirev v'imlad. You should go down and, and uh, use your hands, which means Rabbi Shua said you can be matame truma biyad, even truma to biyad. O Rabbi Lazar's answer was the same we had earlier, which is there's a loss, uh, a financial loss of all the wine that's hulin there, uh, so therefore you're allowed to save it. And again in that sugya, Rabbi said, but wait a second, even in our Mishnah when you force you. When he forced you to have separate fires for the Truma t- uh, t- Torah and Tmeya, that's extra wood you're losing. said and the answer as we gave there was they're only concerned about a great loss, a couple extra things of wood, no big deal. said said how do you know that they distinguish between a great financial loss and a small one, Detanya? Khavichal Truma. Now you have a barrel of Truma oil, It again broke up above below you have oil that's and it's There he agrees. If you could save it with Batara, save a ravit. If not, let it go down and don't touch it. Why does he admit that you allow that it could go down? Because even if you have Shem and Truma that became Tamei, you could still use it, which is to light it. Wine also that is of Truma, even if it became Tamei, you could sprinkle it out as part of these celebrations that they have in front of uh, Chatanim, etc., if you say that's not really a proper use for truma, you're allowed to use it. And you're allowed to. It's. It's even. Uh, they. They said put it out. That puts a nice scent in there. It's even more expensive. So the answer is bechadash. We're talking about wine that's brand new. That's not going to um, to make that good smell. It's not really a fit for that. Va'ra but you could let it sit and get it old. Atibele because if you keep it around as truma tomea, you're gonna to end up by, the, by mistake drinking it and, uh, and, and violating the law. So Shema nami atibele takala. Same problem with Sheman. if you keep it around. Before you light it, you might forget and put it on your salad dressing. The answer is diramelebi climaus. You immediately put it into some sort of disgusting they could You would never eat from there, but you'd use it to pour it out. Ya nami ramelebi climaus. Do the same thing with the wine. So, You need it for ziluf. Ziluf is to make a nice smell. You're not going to put it into a disgusting kli. And by the way, this whole concern about keeping something around that's tamay so that you could, at some later point when it ages, you could use it for some appropriate use. But in the meantime, there's a concern. You may use it inappropriately. It's The chaval throw it all out no use it to put out this nice smell so again the problem says you could keep it around we're not worried you're going to violate the law and you'll use it for an acceptable use so he said I'll find the middle ground if it's out in the field then throw it all out but if it's in the house then you could use it for ziluf the other version of his compromise was that if it's old wine, then you could use it for the uh, nice smell, because it can be used right now. If it's new, then you got to grow it out because it's going to take too long. Amrulom Ein hachrach t'shlishim He said, that's not really a hachra'ah. <coughs> because this is really a third opinion. Because Beit Shaman Behlal never mentioned anything about takalah. All right. Beit Shammai should have said then, uh, to make it a akhra'ah, Beit would have had to say, whether in the field or in the house, get rid of it. And Beit would say, whether in the field or in the house, ziluf. And then uh, this middle opinion would be, well, let put the difference. But it's not an it's simply a third opinion, and that doesn't make him a I when is the machlokut or b'liyaz or Beshua about whether to save some of this wine that's falling down? That's when it's falling into less than a hundred se'ah of which means the whole thing is going to become truma and you're going to lose it all. But if it goes into a hundred or more, then let it go in. It's all now Tame, but it's all batel to the chulin. You just take out the amount of truma, give it to a Cohen as truma and the rest is chulin. Notice that it's specifically the case when there's a hundred down there, right? It should be the opposite. It should be the should be the It go down. So, Rav says, "You're right; it should be flipped." And there, Rav Yeshua agrees with Rav Eliyazir that unless you could save Ravit B'Tara, let it go down, because in any case, there's a hundred times much as chulin, there's a hundred times chulin more than truma, so it's going to not be maduma; it's going to be batel. So, Rav's Talmud said, "No, you don't have to switch the wording." It's a Kli where the inside is tahor, the back is tamei. And I might think that the back might touch the truma, so kamash palan, that I don't make such a zera, and I do go in and save it. Okay, that brings us to the end of the first parak. Mitzvah Hashem will start the next parak in the next podcast, where we start to explore the Isra of Hametz and some of the issues of Hana'a and throughout Torah. In the meantime, we should have a wonderful day.